at all it's a podcast about terrace house it's the best television program ever and you should tell your friends all time. about it do that today we're talking about opening new doors uh it's a it's a wonderful season uh this is episode 19 it's called the second attempt it's part three episode three i believe uh and it is and i haven't said this in a couple episodes maybe one of the best episodes of terrace house i've ever seen i know yeah last episode wasn't that great this one is greater yeah yeah this Stronger, one like made up powerful. for everything that happened last week yeah (laughs) more productive yeah so good it was so good so just like overall vibe of this episode is subasa is the best i mean that's the overall vibe of like the entire show of like ond total yeah yeah basically yeah this episode is just is just incredible um and i just want to start talking about it i just want to like get into it i mean there's some housekeeping stuff i guess uh but we can save it for the end because yeah Podcast. We'll turn on the Roomba. It'll like sweep some stuff while we're doing this. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. So uh, just quick note on the panel is that Trindle's gone, which is a bummer. But yeah, it's actually kind of OK. Like I'm, I'm OK with this trade off every once in a while because it means that Baba is the one that like reads off the Fuck iPad. Yeah. What happened yeah. last week? Baba's so good. Baba's very good. And I feel like she I feel like people forget about her a lot because she's off to the side. Mm hmm. First of all, she's the most fashionable. Absolutely. Of the entire fucking panel. And second of all, she's the best. Uh, yeah, Baba, secret, secret best panelist, I think. Uh, so it was, it was great to hear a lot from her this week. I, I was a fan of that. But last week, we ended with uh, Subasa going away to start the finals. So uh, just to, like, I guess, reiterate the stakes of, of this tournament is that if Subasa wins with the fairies, that means that they become an A-rank team, which means that the national team could potentially look at individual players on their team and to reach get out to up. her. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like she has a chance like thrice removed from being on the national team. But winning does help. Right. Winning, winning obviously gets her closer to that. But on top of that, there's also the added layer that we learned from the Xi'an and Taka conversation that they had with Subasa's dad, that the reason that she has stuck with the fairies for so long, even though A-ranked teams have reached out to her and, and asked her to be on the team, is because uh, of her mom. And her mother yeah. passed away at a fairies practice years and years and years ago. Um, and it kind of made Subasa double down on Karuizawa as a, as a place to grow and to become better. Um, so that's kind of where we stand going into this episode is they have won one game uh, and they are going to be in the semifinals. So uh, that's exactly where this episode starts is, is in the semifinals. And they don't win. No. We all know. We all know already. Yeah. They, yeah. they don't. It sucks. They don't win. Uh, so before, before we even like get into the intro and stuff, like. They already lose a game, which, you know, because it's like a tournament bracket, that doesn't mean immediately that they're out. It just no. means like they get thrown into the loser's bracket, which then they yeah, have to so fight their way through. They're fighting for third place. Yeah. 
Yeah. But, you know, even getting third place is is better. It's good. Yeah. For Subasa and, and her chances in the future. Uh, so after that game, we cut to the intro and we come back um, and the loser's bracket begins to happen. They start to fight for third place and all that kind of stuff. Those games take place in Karuizawa. So everyone from the house shows up to watch and they get like wrecked. Yeah. It's like really pretty rough. It's five to one is, is the score at the end of the game. Yeah, which really sucks. Yeah, yeah. It was it was hard to watch. It was like really hard to watch. Um, I loved how supportive everyone in the house was. You know, like they they were so nice. Uh, in the stands, like cheering them on the whole time. But after the game, they meet Subasa outside, and like as soon like the second oh she God. sees them, she starts crying. She starts crying, which is so sad. She starts crying and saying, "I really wanted to win." Yeah. So rough. It was like. Like heart rate, like it it broke me. It broke me. Like I look, I commute to the city. I got up really early to do it yesterday. I have to fight people in Times Square to get home. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and like I got home and I was like, let me just put on this beautiful, <laughs> like just relaxing calm, show. relaxing TV show. Take some notes. It's gonna be like it's gonna be a nice way to unwind after the day. And then nah. and then Subasa <laughs> starts crying. And then I start crying, and then every like the whole day is just is just ruined because I saw I saw the best person on earth, the best living human, the best among us. Subasa is basically a superhero. Oh, she is. Yeah. And to see her break down like that just like destroyed me, like ripped me to pieces. Yeah, there was um I rewatched it. I watched this episode like um last week. Yeah, last week. Yeah, I mean, I rewatched it during lunch today, and I went to like a nice little Korean restaurant. I was like, I'm gonna have a lunch by myself. I'm just gonna watch Tara's house. Yeah, I mean, like the moment that like Subasa started crying, I like, I like got a little choked up. Yeah, but I was like, I can't cry in public because it's one of the things I can't cry in public. Mm. So I just started drinking a lot of water. Yeah, the thing about it is, I think in a lot of cases when somebody starts crying on Tara's house, like the reasons so for I don't care. Yeah, like yeah. I'm... <laughs> The re- the reasons for it are never this seated in like someone's being. You know what I mean? Like Subasa winning this tournament would have changed her life. Her life, yeah. In like a ridiculous way. Not to say it won't. It still seems like there are opportunities on the horizon. Like because she's on Tara's house and like bringing all this attention to women's hockey in Japan. Like there's a lot of stuff happening for her already. But like that's happening tangentially to her being on the show and it's not so much like i devoted my entire life to winning with the fairies because it meant so much to me to win with this team specifically and now Mm -hmm. it's happening because of all that hard work you know what i mean like there's a difference between what's happening to her now and what she wanted to have happen um even if they end at the same place there's a version of it that i think she maybe would have preferred maybe you know i I don't want to like put thoughts and feelings in her in her brain but like no 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 but yeah you know, there, there's there's an emotional attachment to the place and, and the team. And that all coalescing in this scene was like just really, really destructive on on my emotional well-being yesterday <laughs> when I was watching it. But anyway, so all of this happens. Uh, they, they hug her in the beginning and then she starts crying even harder. And then nobody yeah. like continues to hug her. And Shion is standing further away than literally anyone else. And I was like, come on, dude, like. Just, just go over there. Just, it's now the time for this. Like, <laughs> yeah, come on. 
I think he just really just wanted her to like process her feelings and didn't want to like. I get that. They yeah. didn't want to make it seem like, oh, I'm into you. This is why I'm comforting you. So I kind of get why he was be- being so far away. Yeah. It was just com. It was comically far away. I just like it. It felt I not not to put all the blame on Xi'an, but like just like anyone in the house, you know, like apparently like, we learned that Sena is becoming really close to Subasa now. Like, yeah, apparently they're really close. Just and I was just like, come on, anyone like help her. Like, please. <laughs> like, she's just like standing alone, like like a like an iceberg in the ocean. It's just so just sad. Weeping. Anyway, so they they plan a, a good job dinner for her when she gets back. And they're like, you we will make anything for you like literally anything and she says i want fried chicken i want fried chicken which hell yeah i get that me too i also i also want fried chicken like nine times out of ten i want fucking fried chicken yeah i'll actually see you later oh i'm I'm gonna go get some okay anyway so they make her some fried chicken uh not only that it's like a huge dinner you know fried chicken being like the uh fucking feast yeah yeah fried chicken is the centerpiece of the meal and uh this is when we find out i don't know how this comes up but they just start kind of like talking casually about how subas and sayna have started uh, started to get like really really close and i love this uh little like offhanded remark where sayna is kind of nervous to ask subasa to like take a bath with her later like yeah. she's like oh no are we that close or are we not like i'm gonna ask her and everybody's like i don't know if she's gonna want to we're just messing with her <laughs> yeah it was cute though it was like a cute moment yeah, it was really it was really nice yeah I, I wonder i wonder how much of us hearing about the subasa and Sena thing is coming from people being upset that we didn't hear about the subasa and ami friendship mm. that was apparently such a big deal in the house and like maybe this was their way of saying like look we're telling you that this happened or that this is happening, but still Maybe. not showing it, which is the important thing. That's what we want. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if they had that much foresight to do. That. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was nice to hear that that's happening at least, um, especially considering it seemed like Subasa was like the least excited about Sana coming into the house. Yeah, in the beginning, it was like it was very much like a oh no. Yeah, yeah, it was like a it was a big oh shit moment. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we cut to Subasa coming home, and uh, the first thing we see in the meal. Uh, as soon as she starts eating is Oma rice that says good job on it. Oh my god. Which is like a a beautiful oh spiritual god. sequel to the to the coward rice from Boys and Girls <laughs> in the City. But this one's very pure. Yeah, it's so it's so oh. wholesome. Oh, I love it. Yeah. She did do a good job. Yeah, she did do a good job. That's the yeah. thing, like, she still took this team to the finals. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like, I don't know. She's she's good. She's good. Yeah. They kicked ass still. Yeah. So during this meal, I was kind of surprised by this. I, I don't know how I feel about it, honestly. Um, but Taka brings up that he and Xian oh went out God. for that dinner yeah. at Sasa. And he kind of brings it up by saying, uh, quote, we kind of understand why you chose to say Karuizawa. And she says, why? Because my mom. And he says, is that true? Is it, you know, is that actually why? And she responds by saying, maybe. Taka then goes and, and asks Subasa if it's okay to tell the story of what happened. It's a little intrusive. I yeah, don't know if it's, it's a culture difference, but I felt uncomfortable. I was also very uncomfortable about this. I mean, he asks permission first, you know, he's but like... But it's also like, if you gotta ask for permission, it's a little gross. Yeah, and like, what what is she gonna say no? Like, oh, actually, yeah, exactly. I would didn't. Which, yeah, I mean, you're empowered to do that, but like, I feel I like mean, in most social situations... Yeah, but also you would think, like, this story was told on the show already. Yeah. 
So, like, everyone already kind of knows. That's true. That's a good point. So, in that aspect, I kind of understood her being like, well, it's out already. Yeah. But it also just, I don't know. It felt kind of weird and gross. It did feel it did feel weird. It, it felt okay. like, um, I think this episode is really, really strong and, like, just really emotionally resonant. But, but. this part, to me, felt like double dipping in tragedy. Like, real ah. human tragedy. You know, like, yeah. they, had, they had that already last week. Like, we got that. And, and, and. I felt a lot of ways about it last week. And then to revisit it again and tell the whole story again this week was like, uh, well, you can't you can't do it twice, you know? Yeah. Felt kind of felt kind of weird. But anyway, he does retell the story of what happened with uh, Subasa's mom. Taka is like, hey, is the idea of leaving your dad behind the reason why you keep turning down a rank teams when they come uh, and, and like ask you if you want to join the team? Um, and she kind of like dances around the idea of saying yes like she doesn't she doesn't directly say it but like I, I, if you read between the lines is where she's headed um but also like she's still considering sticking with the fairies after that which i was kind of surprised by honestly like i i know she loves the team and stuff but at least the way this show is cut made it seem like this was the make or break season for her and the fairies you know yeah it just seemed it seemed weird for that to be i don't know this whole this whole scene seemed weird to yeah me. yeah like it, the entire like it felt intrusive. I felt gross. Yeah. I think it's also like Taka is asking her a huge, like, life altering choice kind of question. Yeah. And she just wants to eat a fried chicken. Yeah. The same she day. Just lost, you know? Yeah. It's like the same day as that game. <laughs> I know. It's like maybe now's not the time. Like, maybe. So, so anyway, ac- actually, on that exact point, I think Xion picks up on all of this, right? Is like, hey, maybe we should stop asking her about all this shit. Good. Like, right yeah, now. Maybe. Today. And uh, he says, quote, more important than that, you need to take one full day to be totally lazy. And it's like, yes. just, just, you know, kick back and do whatever. Oh, and that's, man, that's where we. She deserves it. Yeah, agreed. And that's where we end that scene. Thank God. Thank God. That was, that got really weird. It did get weird. It did get weird. I, the thing is, like, as, as much as I, I think we can criticize that scene, at least for me personally, like, I still enjoyed watching it. Oh, yeah. yeah. But. Yeah, it it did feel weird. It d- definitely did feel weird. I also feel like there was a little bit of it that was very much like there was like pushing from the producers to ask certain questions. Yeah, I was at I was thinking that as I well. Yeah. yeah, that's what I felt at least. It was really weird. It was like, oh, we got this really great shit from last week. Like time to double down. Let's see how long we can keep time pulling to double this. down. Yeah. Hey, Taka, while everyone's together, do you mind asking this? And he's like, OK, whatever. Yeah, not. Not super good, but it did. I, I I know what you mean. It felt like you know some strings were being pulled in that yeah, situation. Yeah, it felt a little weird. After that, we cut to the morning, and this is kind of where we leave Subasa behind for a little bit and her whole storyline. Um, because we see Shohei and he's making breakfast. Uh, he's making fish for breakfast, which I was kind. Of, I've never had fish for breakfast. Is that a thing? Oh, it's good. Yeah. I don't eat fish at all. Actually, is oh is really a weird thing about me? But I I've never seen it cooked as a breakfast thing. So I was yeah. Interested so in that. actually, it's. What's considered a, the Japanese breakfast, quote unquote, what's considered is like rice, miso soup and like grilled fish. Oh, wow. And like if you that's what I would have every breakfast or like whatever. Well, yeah. when I went to school. My mom would make a bento for me and my sister. Mm-hmm. And then whatever was left over from the bento, like fried chicken or eggs and stuff, we would just eat with the rice. And like yeah. The miso soup. That yeah, sounds really like, nice. I know. It's really it's super tasty. It's uh-huh. super good. But I am, it did take a while for me to get used to, the, like, I used to have, like, cereal for breakfast or, yeah. like, toast. But, like, bread for breakfast isn't really a thing over there. Let's be real for a second. Mm-hmm. 
The idea of you can eat certain things for breakfast and you can't eat certain things for breakfast is a, is a bullshit social norm that I hate. I woke up the it other is, morning, yeah. 9 a.m. It was 9. And I woke up and the first thing I thought to myself was, I really want some tacos. And then I Fuck waited yeah. until like 10.30. And then I was like, I still really want these tacos. <laughs> and then I sent out a tweet and I said, it's 10.30 a.m. and I want tacos. And everybody responded to that tweet and was like, you can't eat tacos at 10.30. The whole time, I'm just thinking to myself, like, just try and fucking stop me. And you know what I did? 10.45? I made some tacos. I ate, like, a pound of tacos. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, it's still, it's the same calories. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just ate lunch early. You know what I mean? It was just like. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What I like about breakfast food, though, is that, like, it's very much like, I think of breakfast food, I think, like, pancakes. Yeah. uh, Eggs, bacon. Yeah. And it's always a treat when I get to eat that food for dinner. Yeah. You know? Why is that okay, but not the other way? I don't know, because social norms, it makes no sense. Give me a filet mignon for breakfast. It will fuck me up, though. Growing up and going to school in Japan, I would wake up and just have like a chunk of fried chicken in my mouth with some rice. Yeah, I love that. And my my sister would just like eat her fermented soybeans and her like nasty shit. It felt so bad. I feel like the weird, I feel like there's like a weird, um like halfway point that some people meet at where it's like oh you can have pizza for breakfast but it has to be cold no no you warm up the pizza like here's the thing cold pizza fine i'm okay it's with great it. yeah but it's better when it's warm it is better when it's warm i'm always gonna warm the pizza even yeah, if i'm exactly. eating it for breakfast don't don't yeah. make me eat worse pizza if i can make it better by putting it in an oven for five minutes exactly thank you and I agree with you that, like, you can eat whatever the fuck you want. A few days ago, I had some leftover fucking... I, I went to a... Before I was doing my vegan thing, I went to went all out and I went to a barbecue place. Yeah. And got this, like, super good, like, juicy pulled pork. Yeah. And I woke up the next day still thinking about that pulled pork. And I was like, I'm just going to eat pulled pork. And then I, like, I like boiled an egg. Yes. To make it seem like breakfast adjacent. Yes, that's what I'm talking about, though. <laughs> you don't need to do that. I know, Live but I truth. also really wanted an egg. Yeah, no, I mean, if you wanted an egg, then go for it, you know? I'm, <laughs> yeah, it's just The thing weird. is, I'm just trying to not judge what people want to eat when they want to eat it, you know what no. I mean? No, free yourself from your breakfast prison. Yeah, for real. Yeah, go eat a fucking Crunchwrap Supreme for breakfast. Yeah. Taco Bell breakfast? Taco Bell anytime, honestly. Yeah, agreed. Okay. Yeah, so, like, McDonald's has all-day breakfast now. Like, why don't they also have all-day burgers? I think they do. Oh, do they? I don't know. But sometimes you just want a fucking hamburger. Let me have a hamburger for breakfast. No, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. my whole point. I get it. That's the platform I'm running on. Vote Brennan Bigley for student council president. I'll get rid of the social norms that dictate what you can have for breakfast. Nachos for breakfast! And also put a vending machine in the school cafeteria. Vote for me. Fuck yeah, that'd be so good. What the fuck show are we talking about? Oh, Terrace House. We're talking oh, yeah. about fish. Oh, I didn't even say the best part of this is Shohei was making breakfast fish, and the first time I wrote it out because my brain was broken, I wrote breakfish. Oh. Breakfish. Band yeah. name. Oh, that is a good band name. Yeah, breakfish. Yeah. I'm gonna keep that one. Anyway, uh, he's making it for <laughs> Mayu because in the last episode they kind of had like their cute like sort of date situation. Um. And they talked about, like, being the morning club because they both get up really early every day. Which is cute, yeah. He, uh, you know, they're sitting there just chatting and eating, eating breakfast. And uh, Shohei offers to drive her to the train station. because She usually has to walk, I guess, or takes a bike, or I don't even know what. But anyway, uh, he's yeah. like, oh, I'm not doing anything. I can just drive you there. So uh, he 
goes and does that. He he drops her off. During all of this time, I was like, oh, this is actually kind of cute. Yeah. Weirdly. Like, I, I was kind of surprised by it. Yeah. I know too. last week we kind of put our feet down, our collective feet, and we were like, that this love triangle thing is not going to work out. It's definitely going to be Taka, not Shohei, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, regardless, I just want people to be happy. Wow, that's but... very wholesome and nice. <laughs> I'm, try- I'm trying to be posy goth. <laughs> you said i think you said it in the first episode we recorded I've been this year saying this yeah, yeah i'm trying to be posigoth i'm telling you yeah i just want people to be happy and for it to be a good show and to people not talk about weird stuff in front of tubasa like her dead mom yes agreed yeah it's just weird so he drops her off goes back to the house and uh he and taka are talking about uh the fact that shohei has a recording session coming up soon and the producer that he's working with apparently also produces a a band or like an artist that he's like really 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 into, mm-hmm. which is cool. And he's gonna like he's gonna like give his mixtape to the other person while the cameras are there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If if Collab. they if they uh, if they cross paths, uh, and he is recording a song that he has been writing while he's at Tara's house, and it's called Umbrella. A A A. Yeah, that under was my. Thank the you. first thing I thought was like, okay, maybe <laughs> by Rihanna. Yeah, like, oh, you're doing a cover. You're doing a cover of of Riri. Um, yeah. But this song is about uh, a rainstorm that passes through quickly, like a quick and fleeting romance. Ah. Which is like, all right, man. You can't write two songs about Ami. Yeah, like how many? Yeah, how many songs about Ami are you gonna write while you're also pursuing two of the three women who are in the house currently? Also, I remember that you were saying about how much you missed Ami, and then Mayu walked into the house, and we haven't talked about her in like five days. Yeah, he was literally writing <laughs> a song about Ami when Mayu walked in. I know, which is like incredible timing. But anyway, so he's talking about, you know, all this stuff that he's doing, and uh, Taka just says, quote, writing lyrics is impressive, uh, which I really liked, and Shohei is like, yeah, you know, I, it's the weirdo in me that, that likes to write lyrics and Sana enters and Shohei goes oh look the other weirdo is here and they, I have, love this, this. Like, they have this like fun moment it's really cute where Sana is like why are you calling me weird and Shohei's like I'm weird and you're even weirder and she's like I'm the weirdest one in the house I'm, I'm saying I'm, it. I'm definitely she's like I'm gonna own this yeah which who do you think the weirdest one yeah in the house currently oh Shohei you think it's Shohei yeah why am I wrong I don't know I'm thinking Mm, I, think I haven't it's decided Shohei. yet. Why do you think it's Shohei? I think it's Shohei because he doesn't seem to be able to like find a good outlet for all his like stress and thoughts. So he just like <laughs> says really stupid shit uh-huh. and goes like, I'm going to write a song about it. Yeah. And it's like, that's very art school of you. Mm, but sure at the is. same time, please do your laundry and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Sana is more like eccentric than weird. I agree. I think I think you're right. I think it's. I think Taka's up there for me also. But oh, Taka is a fucking weirdo, huh? Taka Taka is weirder than than I think we see on screen sometimes, but I think so too. <laughs> yeah. What kind of fucking he's a weirdo for having shaved off his mustache as a goof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God. I mean I've been there. You knew me when I dyed my hair like Ron Weasley red just I for, do remember that, yeah. For a dumb project. Like I, I, mean, I, I get that. But I guess I'm also a weirdo. I think Shohei. I, mean, I think you're right. Do you I think remember the the biggest weirdo of Terrace House is still going to be Guy. Yeah, absolutely. Who dyed his hair green because he saw it in a dream. Yeah, lovely, lovely weird. 
Lovely weird. I I miss him. He see, I guy was riding that line between being weird and eccentric. You know what I mean? I think he still landed on the weird side, but like there's an eccentricity. I don't yeah. know if that's a word, but there's an eccentricity to to I I dreamt my hair was green, so I did it. And then I, I bought this little cactus and I'm going to sing a song when I'm watering it. I, guy was good. Guy was good. Anyway, so uh, saying is like, I'm the biggest weirdo. She's like, Hands down. I, I, it's I, me. I put it down. And then uh, basically everyone else comes home simultaneously. Shion shows up. He was at an Armani audition, Ooh. apparently. Uh, he has a new haircut. Looks really good. First of yeah. all, I need a haircut. And I was like, that looks great. Here's the thing about his Armani audition. They didn't even let him walk. He yeah. showed, he got his haircut and then showed up and then they were like, whoops, you actually don't fit the vibe literally at all. So yeah, you, that you're sucks. Not, you're not going to be in it, which is yeah, rough. Yes, thanks. I mean, at that point, if he has an agent, his agent fucked up because that's just like a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of kind of a bummer, you know? Yeah. Um, anyway. Or maybe maybe it was the casting company's problem you know like who knows yeah someone messed up it should have been he didn't he wasted some time yeah he shouldn't have been there is is the whole yeah. point is like somewhere along the line someone should have prevented him from being there yeah exactly nice haircut though great haircut meanwhile while he's talking about that shohei is pouring two glasses of wine one of them is for him and the other one is for Sena, who apparently is going to stop drinking because she always stops drinking a couple of days before she's in a fashion show mm-hmm. which is that's interesting good. yeah that's a good yeah. He's like, hey, do you want to come drink with me in the living room? So the two of them leave everyone else, which I was kind of surprised by. He's like, yeah, I know everyone in the house is sitting at this table right now, but I want to talk to you over here. I was like, oh, okay, it's kind of a, it's kind of a power yeah, play. Right. Shit. Um, so the two of them sit down, and I was actually really stoked about this conversation because I think I've actually started cutting this point out of the podcast whenever we bring it up because I bring it up way too often now. But my, my main complaint about Sena is like, she came into the house and is like this otherworldly presence, but is not doing anything for herself. She's only doing things for other people. Yeah. So Shohei is like, hey, man, you and I came into the house at the exact same time. And like, you haven't really done anything. So I want to take you out on a date. Basically, he's like, I want to hang out with like normal Sana because you're going to be sober. And which, which is, is nice, a, which is. a Yeah, I, I thought that was kind of weird. It's like, uh, I mean, it's not like like drunk Sana is like a different. I don't know. I thought that was kind of strange. But anyway, he's like. I, I want to take you out on a date because you haven't been on one since you've been in here. Uh, and she is down. And I'm also true. down for yeah. that. He has, she, he has, she has not been on a date yet. And it's been like 10 weeks. She has expressed interest in him. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, not to him, but like to other people in the house. She's kind of talked about how she's into him. And whenever she sees him sing, she's always like, oh, he's the best. So that's kind of cool. I, I think like right when she came into the house... Or like that episode, at the end of the episode, we were talking about how like, of all the people in the house, it seems like Sena is the one that Shohei would go after because she's the most famous, which is like gross yeah. and bad, but like, yeah, it's bad. But... Also f- kind of fits his vibe. Yeah. So I'm surprised it took this long, but honestly, give her his mis- he's, he's going to give her his mixtape <laughs> and see if she can collab with him. Yeah. Yeah. He, he just, he just wants to shine a light on her darkness. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Oh, but you know, at this point, Shohei has has been okay for enough episodes in a row where I was I, I saw this moment. I was like, this is nice. I'm glad yeah. this is going to happen. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> you hope not? <laughs> I hope not. I don't know. I, there's something weird about Shohei. I think it's because no, I I've super met, agree with that. Yeah, no, I've met people like Shohei. Yeah. And I just don't trust him. Yeah. The same thing. Maybe I'm wrong, though, because I felt the same way. We felt the same way about Xi'an. 
I he ended up being okay, I hope. Yeah. I trust no man, honestly. Yeah, I hey, right there with you. I don't know. They're going to do that at some point. We'll see. Uh, after that, we cut the show. Hey, he's in, uh, quote, the basement of Funky Jam, which is the name of the studio, which I love. Hell yeah. Makes me wonder if there's a Funky Jam above that. And like, this is like a separate yeah, recording space. You know what I mean? But anyway, they uh, he sits down with this producer and they have a conversation about like the plan. Like, this is how we're going to record the song. And like, this conversation is so completely it's like a it's like a black hole where any any conversation about creativity or like mood or feel just gets sucked into it and all that's left is just like very strict business talk about how they're going to record Um, yeah very it was weird um and i don't know maybe maybe some sessions are like that i'm just uh i've never been in one that was like that (laughs) personally i have absolutely nothing to say about him singing or it's him doing his thing yeah and i don't know anything about his thing yeah i mean he's he's good at singing that's and as much he, commentary as i can and provide he does sing at a place called basement of funky jam yeah does the the two facts about that scene yeah um but let's uh let's get past that because now now we're in the good shit um so oh god we cut to later that night shohei's already back so i guess he did this and he's back um, it's him and it's Subasa and it's Taka and they're sitting in the living room and uh, just above all Subasa is wearing a shirt that says Supreme Court Justice which I really love made me realize that that sounds a lot like a superhero name I know Supreme Court Justice doesn't that sound like a My Hero like character oh fuck yeah, yeah. it's gonna be it's actually um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg <laughs> yes oh my god it's so good they they basically ask her, like, hey, how are you feeling now that the season's over? And she's like, yeah, man, everything's super mellow now. Everything's really great. And uh, Taka's like, so, Shion asked you, or, like, told you some stuff on Valentine's Day. Have you thought of a response to that? Uh, and Tsubasa's like, I really don't know what to do. And I think, like, the implication, at least on Taka's end, was I'm asking you about the Shion thing. But... Subasa doesn't want to talk about that. Like Subasa doesn't care about yeah, that like, at all. Yeah, like last time. <laughs> that's not what she's thinking about. She's not. She's that's the last thing on her mind. She's still thinking about the finals. Yeah, it like just happened. Yeah. She's he, he's probably thinking like, well, he's not bringing up like my my dead mother. Yeah. So this God, is probably yeah. all right. Yeah. Um, God, what a weirdo. But instead of ask, instead of answering the Xian thing, uh, she instead starts talking about how the team that beat the fairies the first time so not the one that not the one that like removed them from the tournament totally but the one that sent so them the into one, losers the one that by got either first or second yeah um yeah I, with the Sapporo infinites i think it's this yeah the Sapporo infinites yeah yeah um infinity or whatever they reached out and they were like we want you to be on the team fuck yeah simultaneously someone who used to be on the fairies who left to go to an a rank team hit up Subasa and was like if you stay with the fairies next season i will come back and the two of us can play together so this person is like really good Subasa says she's better than me and i don't know if that's modesty or whatever um but but that's dope it's a big deal so Subasa's is really like torn between these two things i don't know what she's gonna pick i don't know what she should pick even you know like yeah, me neither who the fuck knows? But that that's where she's at mentally at the moment. And she does a really smart thing, I think, after that and goes to Sasa to mm-hmm. talk with her dad. Um, yeah. Which 
Just like, first of all, great that we're seeing the dad so much. Me too. I want him to come into the house. <laughs> He's going to be the next member. Fuck yeah. Shohei's going to leave and Tsubasa's dad's going to come in. Hell yes, please. Too- um, so she goes by herself, first of all. She's the only one there. She's just like going to see her dad. Uh, she mm-hmm. orders a small soba, which I want. Me too. And uh, her dad comes and sits down and is like, hey, it doesn't matter that you didn't win. This is like the opening of the conversation. It's, it's interesting because you can feel like there's a tension there that kind of like decreases uh, over the course of the conversation. But it's really strong in the beginning. And he says, it doesn't matter that you didn't win. And she responds by saying, like, very coldly, she's like, yeah, it does. Results are everything. Her dad goes, well, did you have fun? And Tsubasa goes, yeah, I had a good time. And oh you can see, God. yeah, you can see in Tsubasa's dad that he's like, that's all I need. You know, I just, I yeah. just want her to have fun. As long as she's, like, still enjoying it, that's, Man, that's, that's all I care about. that's such a dad thing. That's such yeah. a parent thing. It's like, great, though, because it goes by so quickly. It's like such a, like, you can read so, so much in his, yeah. Yeah, in his response there. Um, but then he brings up, hey, I had drinks with uh, Taka and Shion the other day. Dot, 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 dot. Shion's been around a lot, huh? Uh, and <laughs> we find out that he's been watching the show. So, <laughs> yeah. So he says, quote, I've never seen you go on dates before. I've never even pictured it. <laughs> of course you haven't, father. What the fuck? <laughs> um, but, but he's like, hey, you looked happy on them, though. It was nice to see you, like, enjoying yourself. Yeah, it's cute. And then he just starts talking about how much he likes Xi'an. Like, he, like, really <laughs> likes him. He's hyping him up. He's the hype man. Yeah. He's like, he, uh, quote, he's a good man. He's considerate of others. Like, he likes the dude, which is good. <laughs> which, I don't know. I, I just, I liked it a lot. That was a it nice. Was, yeah, it was really cute. I, I enjoyed it. It, it was a nice like, moment. It was nice to see, like, him be like, I know you're not. I'm just going to tell you right now, like, whatever you end up choosing. Yeah. I'll support you, but also this dude's dope and really tall. Like, yeah. <laughs> you should maybe consider him. Yeah. I, yeah, he says that, right? He, he's like, you're not going to find a lot of people that look like him. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, dad, weird, but okay. Yeah. I don't know. I like that scene a lot. I think it's Thank interesting, you. too, because, like, everybody just keeps asking Subasa, like, hey, what's up with the Xi'an thing? What's up with the Xi'an thing? And Subasa's just like, I actually have this really big problem that i have to wrestle with about hockey which is like the one thing that i care about in my life yeah. at the moment it's just the timing is like so yeah bad yeah and and even um in in the next scene we have a moment where kind of shion kind of like inserts himself in so like subas is getting ready to leave for crashed ice it's that like uh hockey racing super thing dangerous fucking in canada. canada thing yeah, yeah yeah the dangerous one it's like she's like packing to get ready to leave um, and she's like, hey, I'm doing this, and then I'm going to uh, Hokkaido to go meet up with the Infinites uh, to check out their practice space, because I'm, like, taking that offer, like, seriously, like, I'm thinking about it, you know, like, not mm-hmm. saying yes or whatever, but, like, at least accepting the offer to check the place out. Yeah. So, like, again, she's talking about, like, hey, these are my plans, like, this is what I'm doing with hockey, whatever, um, and there's, like, this, you know, quiet that kind of comes over the room and then he brings up the Valentine's Day thing and he's like, look, I, I told you how I felt how about I you. Felt, yeah. Yeah. Um, Tsubasa, she does like flip, you know, from like all business hockey mode to giddy, embarrassed, like. Yeah, it's cute. Like stoked person. Yeah, it's really nice. He's, but he's like, hey, I told you my feelings. Please respond. No. Uh, <laughs> I told you my feelings. Hey, I, I showed you my bouquet. Please should. respond. <laughs> Uh, hey, I showed you my Armani audition. Please um, respond. Anyway, he's like, I told you my feelings, but I didn't ask you to be my girlfriend. Um, 
and he's like, you know, I wanted to ask you after, but now just feels like the right time. So he's like, you know, what, what, what's your, yeah, what's up? What are you thinking? And she goes, uh, quote, should I give my answer now or dot, dot, dot. And then the door closes. End no! of the episode. No! <laughs> so bad. I mean, come on, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so Netflix. dumb. Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, come on. This would have, if, if we didn't, I mean, we're not binging it, but like if we didn't have the option to binge this yeah. thing and like watch the next episode, I would have screamed. Yeah. Like if I had to wait like an entire one or two weeks for the, like the rest of this, I would have been so pissed. Yeah, it's you, me, and and uh, everyone in Japan, I guess, right? Yeah, except we don't have to wait a whole week, I guess. That's I true. just have to wait until I'm done recording this. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. It's a great point. Yeah, but oh man, great episode. Honestly, really liked it a lot. I liked it a lot too. It was so good. Really liked it. Um, I don't I, I don't know how many times I can say, it, but like they're getting good at making the show. Like, they're, they're getting, getting really, really good. good. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's it. Uh, do you want to? I think we could probably just fly through winners and losers, right? Oh, Unless 100%. you think that someone lost. Did anyone lose this week I for you? No, I don't think anyone lost. Yeah, I don't think so either. Shohei's still kind of gross, but he wins this time. Yeah, I thought I actually think he was kind of nice this week. Uh, surprisingly, he kind of I don't know. Yeah, well, he he redeemed himself, but the gross part was like I'm I'm writing another song about this girl that I had. That's no true. That's with. a good point. Yeah, there's. <laughs> I was like, ew, dude. Yeah. Yeah, pretty pretty strong uh, cloud of minus points in the air for his umbrella. Yeah, that is the one thing. Yeah, but, but otherwise, it goes really good. Yeah, I, th- I think he wins. Um, mm-hmm. Taka is maybe the only one that I'm 50-50 on. Yeah, that's right. He, I don't know. I feel like it came from a good place. Yeah, I think so too. Don't get me wrong. So like, I don't want to like yeah. knock it down. Yeah. But it was a weird, com- weird they, few conversations. They talk about it in the panel. They're like, why do you think he brought that up? And and their rationalization, which I think is probably the correct takeaway, you know, if it's not just producer influence, like if it really was like Taka wanted to bring this up, like mm-hmm. he's just worried about her and just like wants to make sure she's yeah. OK. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I can I can see that happening, too. Like, yeah. Yeah. I hope, she, I hope she's OK, too. Yeah. It seems but like she the, is. Even even if it's coming from a good place, there's like a sense or there's like a piece of me that's just like read the room though you know oh yeah you know it is what it is i think everyone wins this week at least for me i think uh, so too yeah no i agree cool. i don't know if so. this is the first time this has happened but we could check uh again yeah, where's that shout yeah. out to scott schultz in the facebook group Scott's uh, a hero. he talked about um a j drama and i started watching oh yeah what was it yeah. called i think it's uh it has a weird name i'm gonna find the name of it but he posted it and i was like oh i've been looking for a j drama to watch it's called um cool cool and it's about this guy who's laid off i watched the first episode it seems pretty fine i like i like j dramas and k dramas so yeah i i I haven't dipped in but i know one day it'll it'll happen for me there's like i mean i think it's part of my hispanic blood Mm -hmm. because telenovelas are like part of my culture (laughs) totally and like i've been recently i've been playing like the yakuza games again oh yeah which are kind of like video game telenovelas honestly Mm -hmm. yeah i haven't played any of them but um i've only heard great things yeah yeah you really should cool that's good oh actually just while we're talking about things on the facebook group which first of all there is a facebook group you can go to facebook and type in no script at all and and find it there you have to answer a security question it's very easy just a heads Mm -hmm. up there 
but someone else in the Facebook group posted a thing that was posted on Reddit, which I know is a roundabout way of mentioning this, but uh, someone or like a team of people, it seems, are going to oh, start yeah. translating. Uh, what is it called? Another another the terrorist? Another terrorist episodes? Yeah, which are so, like extra YouTube bits. Mm-hmm. So every I've I've watched most of them mm-hmm. up to the ones up, up to the episode, but every single episode they release like ten or like five to ten minute like extra stuff that they didn't air in that episode. So the first the first episode of this of opening new doors, it was like them playing Jenga. Yeah, which is like really fun because like oh oh these right yeah you know mentioned each that. other but playing Jenga yeah. And then, like, there's a few, like, other ones where it's, like, them just cooking, them cleaning. But yeah. it's, 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 there's one, I think, that, I don't, I haven't watched this one yet, but I think at one point, like, Saina puts makeup on Tsubasa. What? Yeah, that's what my friend told me. And, she, and I was like, oh, I haven't watched that one yet, which probably means it happens in the future. I love that. Yeah. But that makes me so happy. Thing. Yeah. And I don't think it's, like, spoilery or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just really excited to watch those. Yeah, me too. I like them. I like them a lot. I love that Boys and Girls Next Door is translated and available on the internet yeah. through means. Uh, yeah, there's a and... there's a link that I sent Brendan, but I think you can find it pretty easily. Yes. Um, where they just have like like watching fan subs and stuff. They just have the episodes, and I've been watching them, and they're very good. Yeah, I think um, kind of tangentially, like I, Andrea and I have not yet talked about what extra stuff we're gonna do for the people who have donated. Which, by the way, you can go to Anchor.fm slash nsaa mm-hmm. and hit the support this podcast button uh and you can do that which let me bring up the list of people that have oh um, yeah some people have done it which we really appreciate thank you yeah uh hinda leslie Brittany, michelle and uh, mr t brandon thank you to everyone who has donated so far uh very very cool thank uh, you very much We've we haven't talked about what extra stuff we're gonna do but uh now that i'm starting to watch boys and girls next door like i could see that in the horizon like maybe mm-hmm. not you know a full hundred episode season where we're going to talk about every episode oh my but god like, it's so many episodes y'all maybe some like broad swaths kind of stuff because i'm can, i'm like, just talk about like the original it. six like Sena is like yeah. one of the original six yeah um so maybe we could do that we still have to do the like hogwarts houses thing which oh my I god really i forgot really about that yes 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 um but yeah so i could see that in the future but anyway uh if you want to support the podcast which is amazing if you do thank you, thank you so much uh you can head over to anchor.fm slash nsaa and it's super easy yeah any anything is like super appreciated thank you so much yes um, thank you what else what else is on the docket oh thanks so much to ryan mitchell gray for the theme song uh called young it's off the album Na plus ultra sick um while you're at it check out the song knockoff which was the theme song from last season it just came on shuffle today and i was like fuck this song is really good and sometimes um accidentally when i'm editing i'll put knockoff in there by accident and then remember that we don't do that anymore keep them on the loop just keep them on their toes yeah totally um so just the real thing (laughs) thanks to ryan mitchell gray in general and also, we have a Twitter account. It's at no script at all. Uh, it's been kind of dead because I'm back at work where uh, when I wasn't at work, I was basically just on it, retweeting stuff all the time. But uh, gonna gonna try and spin it up a little bit more. And then I have hours and hours of time on trains commuting. I can look up good stuff. Yeah. And I actually have time to ship post. So maybe I can ship post on there. too. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, and is there anything else? Oh, you know what we haven't mentioned in a while? Uh, if you like the show, head over to iTunes and give us a review. Uh, oh my w- god, that's right. We haven't done this in a very long time. <laughs> that would mean so much. Um, <laughs> everyone who's done it, which a lot of people have, I, I am like amazed. I love it. Yeah, it's um, crazy. Just thanks everyone who has and thanks everyone who will. And 
just for fun, I'm going to mention that uh, it's uh, we're recording this Thursday, September 6th, 2018. Uh, so for those of you binge watch or binge watching and binge listening in the future, yes, both. Uh, hello, please review us on iTunes. Please do. Or, what or were you going to say? Um, I was going to say thank you for I had like two people came up to my table at Crunchyroll Expo last weekend and were like, hey, I like the podcast. And it's always butt wild. Butt wild? It's, <laughs> buck- <laughs> it's so it's buck always- wild that it's butt wild. Yeah, it's so buck wild that it's butt wild whenever that happens. It's yeah. happened to me at every cons that I give it to. Um, so thank you very much. You guys didn't give me your names, <laughs> but thank you very much. <laughs> I swear you didn't because I kept trying to remember, but you didn't give me your names. Yeah. So let me know if those two were you. Yeah. Um, you guys had a very cute baby um cool. and i'm going to be if you're in Indi- indiana if you're in indianapolis i'm going to be at a MyCon next month mm-hmm. um i think i have a table there too just come up say hi it's hot this ship post irl yeah let's do it amazing um hey thanks so much to everyone who listened as always uh it's a, it's an honor and a pleasure to make this podcast that sounded like a joke but it really is uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. Thank you very much. And my name is Brendan Bigley. You can find me on the internet at Brendan Bigley. My name is Andrew Caproni. You can find me on the internet at Irie Smile. Aloha. Whoa. Whoa. Aloha. Oh. Aloha. Garbage dot online.